Hello, good morning and welcome to the latest edition of the Estate Agents podcast. I'm Andrew Overman and uh, joined as ever by colleagues and friends, Stephen Brown and Luke St. Clair. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. How are we both? Tired. <laughs> Full of energy. Brain. Full of brain energy. Is, brain is frazzled, but in a good way. Yeah, I can't imagine why you're tired, Stephen. You only hosted what, one of the biggest events of, uh, of 2020. Packed a room, um, two days running. I know Luke's going to boast about being there for two days, and the second day was the best, which, of course, was the day that I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no connection, though, to that part. <laughs> bless you. No, seriously, um, obviously, uh, guys, we, uh, we hadn't planned this podcast, but um, I know that uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, just about every social platform there, there is that uh, Stephen can work his technological mind around. Um, the timeline has been full of gratitude, um, comments, questions, um, and they're all geared up around our very special guest from Australia, Troy Malcolm. Um, and I know Troy listens to the podcast, so I think first of all, from, from all three of us, uh, thank you, Troy. I wish you a, self, a safe journey back to Oz. Um, you delivered an exceptional masterclass and um, I know that there is uh, 260, 270, I think, Stephen agents over two days that are incredibly grateful for your time. Um, but the reason that we've done this impromptu podcast, uh, guys, is to debrief, really, talk about what we took away from it, um, what we've learned, what we're implementing in the business and um, share that with our listeners who unfortunately weren't able to make it. So, um, Luke, what was your biggest takeaway, mate? Um, well, it's a brilliant day. So thank you very much, Stephen and Troy, for, for everything you put on. Uh, lots and lots of content um, and got some really good key takeaways. So one of them is, and I think a good message that all of our team took back, um, was the whole um, success needs payment in advance. Um, very motivational. Um, some really good ideas. So for example, the mortgage idea. So uh, those that didn't go... Troy gave an example about well, what does an extra five thousand pounds offer look like when it comes to a mortgage? Is that one pound twenty four a week? Is that then seventy five pounds a year? Whatever the figures are, um, that helps you with those negotiations. So, and it could work in the reverse way. So, when a vendor isn't prepared to accept an offer, are they prepared to accept five thousand pounds less with that best offer that's on the table once you've been out to the whole of the market um, for the sake of one pound twenty four a week, which is less than one cup of coffee a day. Um, a lot less so um, there, there's some really good ideas um, some great ideas around branding uh, the personal brand um, and highlighting and escalating that to above the the company brand um, which is absolutely amazing but um, how about you Andy what did you what did you kind of take away what were your kind of key things no, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that point Luke because uh, that's something I wanted to tap in with you as a business owner so there was um, there was a really good mix in the room um, certainly on on the Tuesday um, when I was uh, lucky enough to be there and again thank you Stephen um, and Troy um, and I think one of the biggest gasps we got in the room and, and it's sort of that, it's something that really pricked up the attention from both the employees and employers perspective was exactly what you've just mentioned. The individuals being empowered by the brand, but elevating above the brand. Um, and I think there were some business owners in the room that were really uh, maybe aghast, slightly shocked, um, worried, fearful. Um, and, and equally, I think there were some negotiators, listers, valuers thinking, Christ, you know, is that the way it's going? So, um, 
what's your take on it for you know for the business owners that are thinking you know it's I've, I've taken 20 years to build this brand and people come to me because i'm xyz estate agents um and now i've got some young whippersnapper that's coming into my business and they're elevating themselves over my brand and i think that was the look of fear and that was certainly the conversations that were happening in the in the hallways with some of the business owners what, what would you say to that um I, I don't have a, a problem with it. I fully endorse it because having seen what goes on in Australia and in America and to see what that personal brand brings. But Troy also highlighted a massive thing. People don't trust companies, do they, um, in, gen, in general? You can earn a certain element of trust in a brand, but where does the real trust come from? And trust is the biggest enabler um, uh, out there when it particularly comes to selling your biggest tax-free asset and that trust comes from personal relationships and sometimes those personal relationships don't necessarily need to be with one person they can be with a team but everyone needs to be having the same goal and same and I think one of the other things um, that possibly didn't come out is that you've got to have the right intent um, you can't do it falsely um, because people will see straight through that so you can't just say well I'm going to look after you and I've got your best interests at heart and, and if you're doing things that don't have that client's best interest at heart you have got to have that right intent but no I'm all for personal brands um, because you're going to really put both on a platform you're going to put the company brand and the personal brand because the two come together but focus upon that personal brand to bring that trust because people will deal with each other based upon trust absolutely people by people um one of the things that uh, r really struck me as well um and i think i'm probably as guilty of this as as most it's that making rejection your best friend as tom panos says and uh, i learned this um this strategy from troy the 60 minute bounce back so you're sitting there prospecting it's like being in a nightclub in your early 20s, nine slaps around the face and you get lucky on the 10th one and then you feel great. But the 60, the 60, the 60 minute bounce back, um, 15, 15 minutes to travel away from the appointment um, or travel away from the situation, 15 minutes to F and blind and curse and swear, um, 15 minutes to reflect on where you went wrong and then the, the final 15 minutes to plan where you're going to get your next win from. Um, I am probably, I'm, I'm, as you know, really passionate and I, get gutted if I lose a listing or I'm you know devastated and, and sometimes I've been guilty of letting that drag on in my mind and let that rot my mind for far too long and to frame it in such a way that you've got the four 15 minute segments to go through that roller coaster roller coaster of emotions like travel away curse reflect and then plan the win um, that really resonated Luke yeah um, and again just to kind of coin Tom Panos's phrase he talks about it doesn't he where and it is so 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 common we get we get it in our business um and I, i've done it myself where you do lose that listing and, and you beat yourself up about it but don't let a bad hour turn into a bad day a bad day turn into a bad week a bad week turn into a bad month and a bad month turn into a bad year put it park it maybe if you want to come back and revisit it like football teams do so a football team will um uh will, will replay the match the, the day before just to see where they can improve but but just just put it to the back of your mind and concentrate and go in and do a 10 out of 10 performance on the next one absolutely now if mr sean adams is the implementer i think we now need to call mr stephen brown the facilitator um and it's i think a prudent time to bring bring in the ledge 
that is Mr. Stephen Brown. Because Stephen, you had um, the fortune of Troy's company over five days. Um, the guy is just so intense, absolutely awesome. What were your biggest takeaways, not just from the Mastermind event, but also from the um, the time that you spent with with Troy? What, what what's your takeaways, mate? Keep it simple. Was a big was the biggest one. Um, he's been he spent twenty years with who I regard being the number one agent in the world, John McGrath. Um, he's learned loads of lessons. Um, John McGrath has the most extreme standards. Um, you know, everything has to be exceptional um, in everything he does. But also, it's not about overcomplicating things. It's keeping it very simple. Um, Troy is a absolute gentleman, a pleasure to be with. The company was great. And it's just, I couldn't stop asking questions. So I was like a kid in a candy shop. Um, so... Um, to have um, the quality of time with somebody who spent that amount of um, time with John and also to share his insights and, um, and tips was absolutely incredible. But I just thought it's just keep it simple. Um, you know, some of the things you, you talked about were personal brand. And, and one thing that was incredibly simple, and I think I said, said, said this when I summed up at the end, was when he talked about um, on your for sale boards, just having maybe a little picture of a person um, the property was sold with. So sold with Andy, um, let with Andy, um, which was a nice way that gets it really personal. And I thought that was really such a simple suggestion um, and will make you different and stand out because we all know it's very competitive out there. And we know that there's loads of agents out there. Um, and it's just these little things. And again, you know, Troy talks about the 1% as well, and that makes a massive difference. So, you know, we've spoken about it a lot. I know I drive people mad with these marginal gains, um, but it is these little 1% um, that make a difference. And um, it's just actually, you know what, it's, it's implementing it. So personally, I'm absolutely overwhelmed um, with all the messages on, you know, on social media and everywhere else. And um, I've had messages already from people that have um, implemented stuff and already seen the results. Um, and for me, that's another big thing about not just this training event, but any training event is what you go and do and implement um, and make it happen. Um, and if you do, and you can find those 1% every day, it will make a massive, massive difference. Um, but he was um, exceptional, absolutely exceptional, great motivator, um, kept it um, just, I think it was on everybody's level. So whether you were a business owner, a manager, a negotiator, um, everybody could see, um, how good it was. And, and some of the comments that have come back was, you know what, when Troy does come back next time, I'm going to bring my team, you know, and I know Luke, you bought literally your whole team and um, Michael Nettleton was amazing and he bought his whole team. 
um, you know, which I accept is a huge investment um, on behalf of, you know, behalf of you. And there were other companies that bought 10 people. Um, but they said, you know, when we come back, we're going to bring the rest of our team um, because we want them to learn um, and improve. Um, and I'm just excited to see what people do and what people implement from a day, Luke. Yeah, but, <clears throat> and I just want to touch on something where, because you, you had a conversation with, Troy in the car, um, which you told the groups about um, with John McGrath and, and he talks about keeping it simple. Um, and I think one of the questions that we could all ask ourselves is how easy and how simple are we making it for our clients, our customers to actually engage with us? So how simple and easy are we making it to get in contact with us? So are our mobile phone numbers on the websites? Um, are we in their address books. Um, I know Andy, you've talked about the QR codes and getting a customer to scan that when you're on an appointment. So then you're in their address book um, yeah, as, 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 as part of it. Um, and I think, <clears throat> pardon me, if, if we're all honest, I think sometimes we do make it really, really complicated to actually try and do business. And I'm sure there's been times in everyone's lives where you've been into a shop and you think this shouldn't be so difficult to actually try and buy this product or to engage this service. I, I just want this service and, and those that make it easy. So look at Virgin. So Virgin make it so easy to buy an airline ticket. They make it so easy when you're on the plane, they give it an Apple. Apple is another great example of it. And Troy talked about that. When you've got a problem with Apple, how easy is it to get it to get it solved in your own agency if a client has a problem how easy is it to actually get it to get it solved for them so um and and i the other last one i wanted to touch on was an accountability system or accountability partner which i think is absolutely huge and i know us, we all kind of hold each other accountable for for things but now andy you you were kind of helping um people there on the day where maybe they've been struggling with fees or confidence to demonstrate their worth on those fees and you're kind of helping those people with accountability yeah um, massive um shout out there actually luke to uh, uh, uh peter I, I won't say the full name but i know peter has started to listen to the podcast um and he works within a team on the South Coast. And uh, there were three of them that are, are really facing a, a huge battle on fees at the moment. Um, and their heads were down, the motivation was low. So, um, you know, like Stephen has done for me and you've done for me, Luke, I think it's really important that we do have accountability partners. I think that it's really important that we give up our own time freely in the way that we do this podcast. And I gave them uh, just a little hour session um, back in my hotel room, talked about fees, overcoming the overje uh, objections. Um, you know, what little one percenters could they tweak and what, what could they do slightly differently in order to improve and enhance their performance? Um, and actually, uh, Peter left the room and said, right, I'm going out tomorrow. I've got three, three MAs. Um, and, and you're right. I'm worth my one and a half percent. Everybody else is doing it for, for 1% or less. So I said, right, phone me, Pete. I, I want a phone call, um, by, uh, eight o'clock, um, the following day, which was the Wednesday. Um, and he phoned me true to his word, seven, seven 32. I was still on an MA, um, left me a voicemail. We, we called up about eight o'clock and he's listed at one and a half percent. So now we, I've agreed that each Monday um, around 8 p.m. I shall phone Pete and we'll keep him accountable. We'll keep him on track for the for the next three to six months. Um, and I think, you know, I, I'm just incredibly humbled that I can give something back. I, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do and um, having that opportunity to work with someone 
um, I think is, is awesome. Stephen? I just want to, because there was a thread in one of the groups about um, having accountability um, partners and coaches. Um, and there's two school of, schools of thought. So if you have a, um, if you look at all the top elite business people, all the elite sports people, they all have coaches. So whether it's a nutritional coach, um, a fitness coach, um, whatever it is, you know, but you don't have to, you know, and there's loads of different mentors out there and coaches in the state agency that you can speak to if you want to. But if you don't, you know, I know a couple of people now have got together and they're going to be doing video calls to each other once a week to hold themselves accountable. So again, you can do that. Um, and just having that peer pressure. Um, and I know that um, Chris Watkin did some interviews with me on um, one of my mastermind groups. And they said, well, why'd you come? So I said, well, they come because they want to be held accountable. They want the people there that's going to um, challenge them help them grow, help them succeed, help them get to the next level. And by having peer partners, that's something that does, um, you know, and I know both on the groups, you know, the activity since the Troy events and everybody trying to help each other out has been absolutely fantastic. So, you know, I highly recommend either one thing, getting a coach, getting a mentor, or if that's an investment that you want to spend, where it costs absolutely nothing, find somebody in a similar position to you and do that. You know, I know at Green and Company, when people started, we had a buddy system. So um, that particular new starter could speak to this, his particular buddy and get the help and support and the growth that he needs. Brilliant. I want to just tap into one thing, if I may, gents. Um, we're talking about the biggest takeaways, and, and I'm still flicking through the books. I've got pages and pages of notes. Um, and I was lucky enough to be sat next to the implementer himself, Sean Adams, on the day. And um, we stumbled uh, across page 53 in the workbook. Um, and uh, we both, um, almost simultaneously, um, went through the exercise and in big capital letters put this is gold at the bottom of it and it's eight things great salespeople say um and if i may stephen i'd like just to share them with our audience uh, because a lot of it is based in the tone and the question number one what would you like to achieve number two leaning in tell me more number three i can help you get ready Number four, what's most important to you? Number five, what are your concerns? Number six, I totally understand. Number seven, I can deliver what you want. And number eight, I'd love to look after you. Those eight dropped in, you know, it doesn't have to be all of them, obviously, but one of those eight or, 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 or some of those eight dropped into a listing presentation um, that is generally with, I would say, 80% of agents, a sales fest. I think those soft touch points, as he described them, are phenomenal. And as I said, myself and Sean, both at the same time, big capital letters, this is gold at the end of the, at the, end of the exercise. I think, I think that was probably my biggest takeaway. Luke, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they were they were gold, and just those right questions when you're on that listing presentation or valuation or MA, whatever we could call it, 
but don't do it falsely do it with genuine interest in your customer um because it is all about solving problems uh for, for the client but do it with when we talked about it at the beginning do it with the right intent and i think the the, the one that brought probably um the, the the biggest laugh um was the exercise towards the end the negotiation test well, i still disagree with that <laughs> I still do. I still do, and, and I just want to highlight this, this, this question because I'm, I'm all a company man, and I've done it from the company, so I only take my wedding day off. I won't be greedy and ask for an extra two weeks. So I disagree <laughs> with screwing on that point. If 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 that point was scored correctly as to how I feel it should be, I would have scored forty points on that test. Well, I, I'm not I, bitter about it in any way, as you can tell. <laughs> I scored 30 um, and, and there were there were a, a couple on our table. Um, I think there's one on our table that scored a zero, wasn't there, Luke? So, um, we, we, we uh, on the second day, we had some negative numbers. I think we had a net minus 25. Well, let's hope they were an office administrator and not a negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, but it was guys, a good bit of fun though, wasn't it? It was a good bit of fun and it highlighted a few points. Well, well I'll tell you what we could do, Stephen, with your permission. We could, um, we could get that posted into your um, SJB consultancy page, um, possibly the EA podcast page on Facebook over the weekend. Um, and, and we'll give people a weekend uh, or, or maybe sort of next week to go through it, put their, um, put their answers in and... Um, I don't know, maybe we could do a free uh, half an hour, Stephen, mentoring session with them or, or something for, for, for the best score um, at, at the end. But I, I think that would be quite funny um, for me. Um, I only scored 30 out of a possible, I think it was, what, 60? Was it 60, 60 plus? in total, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm only half the negotiator that I could be and I've got plenty of learning to do. <laughs> so, guys, um, I think that um, to wrap this up, um, we talked right at the very end of, of the presentation um, about the 10-step plan on a page, um, which got a bit of a chuckle out of the room when it was announced as the POOP, P-O-A-P, plan on a page. Um, and the 10 points uh, to really kickstart and move away uh, were you ink, uh, work on you, create raving fans, create an identifiable point of difference. People nurture marketing, and that's relationships over database. Right, stop there. Okay. So let's test our listeners. If they want the 10-step plan for the last five, okay, they have to contact us. Perfect. Hit us up yeah. on the social channels. We've got the list waving it on the camera in front of you, which of course you can't see because this is audio. Um, and we'd be very, very happy to share it with you. Look, guys, um, one thing I'd like to say to anyone listening, and I'm sure I speak on behalf of Stephen and Luke as well, if there's anything you'd like to talk about, reach out about, discuss, if you're having any problems at all, um, we found real value and I find a real sense of pride in helping people. And I know, Luke, you've, uh, you've, you've had a couple of visits uh, across the country to, uh, to help um, agents uh, in recent weeks. Um, it's what we like to do, guys. Uh, we serve an industry that we care passionately about. So hit us up. You can contact us all, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the usual sources. And of course, the Estate Agents podcast page. If you've liked this episode, please do rate, review and share. Um, in closing, we'd like to thank you for your ear. We really appreciate your audience. Have a fantastic week ahead. Cheers. <laughs>